Hello and welcome to the Startup CEO podcast where women connect on all levels. Nothing will be off limits in this space. This podcast is for the mumpreneurs, the women who want to create complete alignment between themselves and their business. The fierce females who are ready to ditch their nine to five and make their side hustle a thriving income. The soul sister who has the passion but is looking for the strategy. She is you and we are the CEO. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Startup CEO. So I have a special guest with me today and things are going to be running a little bit different and I'm going to tell you why. Me and uh, my beautiful friend Nicole, we moved to the same area a couple of months ago, a year ago maybe now. Um, And we're catching up and I was letting her know about what it is that I do and, you know, she was wonderful in being a listening ear in what I do, but we established there was quite a few things in which I was saying and different language that I was using, which she literally had no idea what I was saying half the time. And we joke about this today, but I just thought, okay, well, how many other people are not fully understanding what I'm saying? So I'm here to break it down. I'm here to bring her on. She's going to ask a few questions about what it is I do and what the hell is is intuitive or an intuitive business coach and all the rest of it. So I know that if you've wanted these same questions, you're going to absolutely love today. So Nicole, thank you so much for jumping on today. If you want to share uh, with everyone a little bit about yourself and yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you everybody for having me on. So Luca, it was, it was 11 months ago. I think we moved to the same area. Yeah. And I have a son, obviously Luca has her daughter and there's only a couple months between them. So naturally, um, we gravitated. We're like, Oh, we have children, similar ages. And yeah, we went from there. So I, yeah, but it's funny when I'd always sit down with Luca and ask questions. So what exactly is it that you do? And then, you know, and, and Luca even for fun, she, and I, I tell, you know, other friends about this. I'm like, did you know for fun, she reads books about like the human brain and psychology? <laughs> I do. I'm like, who does that for fun? But in my defense, you're probably like, you spend like 12 hours in the garden on a weekend. Totally. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, doesn't everybody just yeah. there and like weed their plants? Makes you feel good. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I'm like, when I read, like that for me is obviously it's a passion, mm-hmm. um, but it I feel good when I do it. I'm like, this is fascinating. This is interesting. I'm also asked the question, why isn't more people or why aren't more people looking? Like I just might think that it's so interesting, but you're probably like, why aren't more people gardening? Mm. It's so fascinating. It's so good for you, da, 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 so... Thank you yeah. for putting that out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm just, I'm here. I'm her friend. So I'm going to drop did a When I bitch. become a nerd? Like what? <laughs> oh my goodness. I love, yeah. I'm here to drop a few truth bombs because honestly, we have not scripted this. I've just come over no. today to have a coffee and you're like, let's record the podcast because we're, we're talking. And I was like, what do you mean aligned or like, what do you mean? Cause you know, Luca was telling me about her business plan for the next 12 months. And cause I, you know, I love supporting my friends in business. And I was like, what is a modality? 
Like, what is this? What is that? And I felt, I said to Luca, I was like, there might be people listening to your podcast that are thinking, what is she even talking about? So we have just jumped on. We are winging it. We totally. Hope, <laughs> we hope totally. that you like it. Um, and let's just, I suppose, go for it. So I understand. Look, tell us, number one, what is a business coach? And what is it that you do? I want you to, like, in 30 seconds, drop it now. What do you do, Luca? Okay. So what I do as a business coach probably is wildly different from some other business coaches, but in short, what I specialize in with intuitive business coaching is working with women from the ground up to build the foundations of their business so that they can start and grow a business from zero, nothing up to six figures. The intuitive part of that is essentially just me being guided by my intuition in what to say and what to provide for them combined of course with proven modalities that work in terms of timeline <laughs> therapy neurolinguistics programming and I'm a qualified master coach as well so I combine the two but am heavily guided by my intuition in terms of what direction to take them in for their business to flourish okay I'm gonna stop <laughs> I'm, I love it but I'm gonna stop you now what is neurolinguistics? Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, NLP for short, but basically neurolinguistics programming is all about the programming that we have between, um, you know, our subconscious minds and the way that we communicate between ourselves and our mind and the way that we communicate between us and other people. So it's basically understanding the communication and the language behind the words that we use and why we use them and using language to do things like, you know, create new neural pathways or to remove limiting beliefs or negative emotions and things like that. So you do go into a slight state. It's not quite hypnosis. It's different. Um, but basically it broken down neuro meaning like brain, mind, linguist, linguistics, meaning language and then programming, obviously programming. So brain language programming. So basically I work with people to reprogram their minds and rewire their minds so that they have a mind that is working for them and supporting them and internal dialogue, which means like self-talk that's all for them. So I just use that, what's called a modality. That is the modality. I use that to help people develop a mind within their business that's supporting everything that they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Is that so? Like, no, yeah. This is like the most basic way of explaining it. Anyone who's an NLP coach is gonna be like, "What? It's way more complex than that." But yeah. I don't want to. I want this to well. be like simplified, absolutely. Yeah. And okay, so and you were trained in that. So your modality is like ultimate, like ultimately, like your education. What you so if you're a PT, you've trained in like fitness courses, for example. Totally, so. you might have to do like fitness and nutrition or um, strength and conditioning or something. Mm-hmm. So my modality is NLP. So I learn techniques for NLP, and then I learn also techniques for timeline therapy, which is another modality that I have. Mm-hmm. So within a modality, uh, other modalities that you might be more familiar with are like Reiki or sound healing or breath work. They're all different modalities. So they've all got their own you know, teachings and um, someone trains them to be taught how to do that professionally with who's certified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then so with your NLP, when people, and I, this is really funny. I'm just going to stop and I'm going to just drop the bomb. There are so many times like within my life, 
when Luca and I are talking about just personal things, it could be anything, you know, in regards to, you know, people that, you know, I interact with on the daily. And there are so many times where I might say something like, oh, like, I can't believe that she said that, that really, really pissed me off. Right. (laughs) And then Luca literally pulls me up on it. She's like, let's fill into this, Nicole. Why do you, why are you feeling like this? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. She's in the wrong. She said, and that's pissed me off. And how dare she? And it's so funny because like the kind of questions that Luca asked me, I'm sitting there thinking, what? And she'd like, feel into this. And is this, is there something reflecting in you, Nicole, that's still, mm. and she's literally shifting the way that I'm thinking. And then like, we will finish, you know, spending time together for the day or the afternoon or whatever. And I get in the car and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. It's how, and then and I sit there and I realize it's actually reflecting back on me and what's going on with me internally yeah. or this. We call that projecting. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, and there's all the time I sit there and I'm like driving home from like, you know, having like lunch or whatever it is with Luca. And I'm like, oh, damn it. She's right again. <laughs> like every single time. And that's why yeah. I love spending so much time with you because I literally think differently after spending time with you because you're pulling me up on so many things that I feel like I've been conditioned to think one way, right? Mm. Oh, we all have. Yeah. 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 And then, and because you've gone off, you've trained, like properly trained in all of this, like you're not winging it. You legitimately have learned in all of this and yeah. And I just, I, when I, when I leave, I'm always like, Oh, she is so right. I want to ask you, okay. So now that you've like trained in this and you've not rewired your brain, but you know, you have a different way of thinking. Do so if you're able to rewire your brain, change the way you think, it's almost like a superpower. It's like, well, I'm not scared. So can I ask you, do you still feel the fear, like if you're feeling like anxious about something, let's say for example, tomorrow you've got a big thing that you've got to go to. So for me, I would sit there and like the, you know, the day before I'd be like, Oh my God, this many hours, like this is happening. I'd get sweaty. I would be walking around in circles. So for you say three years ago, four years ago, before you did any of this, you would have been like me walking around the circles, sweating (laughs) instead now because of how you've, you know, everything you've learned, all of your modalities, everything you've trained in, how has that affected your life now this many years on? Like how do you yeah. think how? Like hugely. I actually had a moment this morning um, and some people are probably going to be like, what, you actually think that way? But like I was thinking and I was at the gym and I was in the middle of a workout and it was dead set, one of the hardest workouts I've ever done. And I was like, I am struggling so hard. And I just kept thinking about how hard it was. And I remember thinking vividly, this is the hardest workout I've ever done. And then I was like, wait, how can this be the best workout that I've ever done? Well, I'm doing things I've never done. I have a body that does these wild things that this bloody company is getting me to do Mm. for this workout. So like I have a sequence of questions, I guess, that I've trained so heavily and ingrained in my mind that just automatically come to mind. Like last week I was absolutely like distraught and I had a few days or one day in particular where I felt a lot of anxiety and I felt a lot of uncertainty and I felt the fear come up. But rather than staying there and being like, I'm a victim to this and that person did this to me, I just sat with the question of like, how is this for me and what can I learn from this? And then straight away, just by asking that simple question, I get to shift my perspective and be like, 
well, it's actually allowing me to see the true nature of people or of a specific person. Um, and, you know, what can I learn from this? Awesome. Well, I get to now have a clear understanding of what my boundaries are. I get to eliminate people out of my life who don't serve and, you know, who are not adding value to my life. So for me, I get clarity on anything. So I don't really, I'm not here to avoid bad experiences, but I'm happy to move through them. But that's exactly what they are. I'm moving through them. Mm, totally. So like if that was me at the gym, I'd be, and PS, I did see on your Instagram stories. I was yeah, like, it, it was, was, yeah. It was like a monkey on the you floor. Were, yeah, I looked like a gorilla. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I hope everyone, like when they listen back to this, they're like, I know the story they're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a gorilla. Um, but honestly, so like for me, I would have turned around to, you know, the PT or the trainer at the time. And I would have been like, I have to sit down. I'm yeah. going to faint. I can't do this. I, I need water. Like I would have just been like too hard basket. Like Nicole's out. Give me a soft yoga. Like I can't do it. Whereas with you, you just completely flipped the script. Yeah, it was hard, but instead you're like, how can I make this the best workout? I'm grateful for my body until like your whole brain, when you're in the middle of this, in the, like the most yeah. intense workout you've ever done, your whole brain completely flipped the other yeah. way around. I love that. I love it. And I love being able to spend time with you and I pick up so much and I have learned so much from that. So I want to talk about your clients, right? So you're an intuitive business coach. What do you, when you say like intuitive, what have you done? Can you give me like an example? If you've got a client or, you know, you've got obviously several clients, is there thing modalities that you have done for everything that you've learned to support them? So maybe when they start with you, do you spend time with them and really work through, okay, they need help with this or that or a limiting yeah. belief. P.S. Can you quickly tell us what a limiting belief is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so basically, um, if you were to imagine that we lived in a, you know, universe where anything was a potential, anything was a possibility, anything could happen, any belief that you have right now that doesn't support that or any belief that you have around why you don't have the things that you want in your life, whether it be a relationship, um, money, a career, you know, you want to get out of a relationship, any reason that you come up with why you can't have that, we, that's what we consider a limiting belief because ultimately it's limiting you from your full potential. It's limiting you from getting what you want. So it's a belief that you've picked up somewhere along what we call your timeline. So basically your life, or it can be passed down to you through generations or from a past life. And basically it is in short, anything that is limiting you, that's not supporting you essentially from going after what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. What was the limiting belief that you had once upon a time? Oh yeah. I mean, the thing is like, I still have them when I become aware of them, I can move them, but we don't know what they are a lot of the time until we go and do something. Um, I know for me, when I started my business, my limiting belief was like, um, I can't do this. I'm too young. I can't do this. I'm, um, you know, a you know, I, I don't have the experience or like, I'll never be able to go full time in my business because I'm just not one of those people. Or like, I wasn't born with parents who are heavily into personal development. So that's why I don't think that way. And like, I've had, I've had plenty. Um, and I have worked on obviously myself and have worked with timeline therapy practitioners and NLP coaches myself to have my own personal breakthroughs to, 
basically reframe them and to rewire those thoughts. And what we do is we create a new empowering thought that replaces that old one Mm. um, so that it's supporting you in what you're doing. So for instance, the way that it would work is that maybe I had the belief, you know, in the past of um, I can't, I'll never be able to go full-time in my business. Like I'll never earn enough money. So the new empowering belief that was instilled in my mind was I easily and effortlessly create $100,000 a year. So that was a belief before it was a reality of mine. So every time something would happen, I'd, you know, automatically want to go back to the thought of like, oh, you know, this is just more evidence or like proof that it'll never happen, I'll never get there. Instead of that thought coming up, a new thought was replaced. So it was rewired in my mind so that when something would happen, I just have the automatic response of like, how is this for me? What can I learn from this? Because I know my truth is, my core belief is that I make $100,000 a year. Mm. So I'd make decisions from that belief. So basically when you get a new belief instilled in your mind, Mm, mm-hmm. that comes to mind automatically where the old belief would have. Mm. And do you use these practices and modalities on your clients? So someone would hire you as an intuitive business coach. So someone, let's say, has just started their business or they've been in their business for a couple of months and they're ready to take it to the next level and they're like, right, okay, I need a business coach that can guide me through this for the next 12 months. And do you use how do I explain it? So do you just do, cause I know you do business, but then you've also put this word intuitive in there and you've yeah. got your timeline therapy and the NLP, right? How, what do you do that's different to other business coaches because of the modalities that you have learned? What yeah. sets you out? Cause I feel like at the moment, everyone, like there's so many coaches and it's a really tricky industry because there's so many of them online, you know, everyone's, yeah. you know, but what makes you different that you offer your clients like this way of thinking. So many people would be like, Oh my gosh, you know, people that, um, you know, that are having those limiting beliefs that you just spoke about at the beginning of their business. If they took you on as a business coach, are you able to help shift their mindset because of the timeline therapy? NLP? Yeah. 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 Totally. So, so is that what you do? Yeah. How you help them? So at the beginning um, of when I, like when I work with any um, clients, I would do a personal breakthrough day. So basically I actually go through and do a process with them to establish any core beliefs that they have about themselves. And that way I can identify what they are. However, I do it differently now. And as opposed to doing just one at a time, because I'm at full capacity. Um, I do it now in a retreat. So I go and take up to like 10 to 12 people to a retreat throughout through this process as opposed to just one-on-one, but to establish and identify what are your beliefs right now? What are your thought patterns right now? And are they supporting what you're trying to achieve? Because people want to run a business or people want the laptop lifestyle, the financial freedom, and they can say that and they can go buy the products and then set their website up and all the rest of it. But they're in such huge conflict because their internal dialogue, meaning like their words to themselves in their own mind is like, why are you doing this? You can't even do it. It's going to be a flop anyway. Da, da, da. So it becomes quite a conflicting experience of them being like, no, I really want to though. I think I can do this. And then battling with their own mind of being like, no, who do you think you are? You weren't born into this. You don't know what you're doing. Da, 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 da. So that's what I do at the beginning because I establish where is your mind at? 
and do you even have that internal dialogue that's going to support you because when time get like times get tough because let's like be real business isn't always like the most enjoyable thing sometimes there's things that you got to do where it's a bit confronting right so I actually go through and I'm like, cool, where are the links, the missing links? Because when things get tough, you need to have an internal dialogue that kicks in that goes, okay, yeah, no, I'm remembering what I'm doing. And it takes practice to build that. And that's what also coaches are for is that they hold you to a higher account. They don't let you just be like, oh, okay, throw the towel in, go back to mediocre, go back to doing nothing, um, just go play small again. Like, no, they're like, no, um, you're coming with me let's like establish this. And so when I do this practice right at the beginning of when I work with anybody, I already know ahead of time what's going to come up when shit gets tricky. Mm. <laughs> so that then allows me to also be use the intuitive side of things essentially where I get to tap in and feel like, okay, well, I just have a really strong sense that like they're pulling back or they're worried or they're in fear or something like that. So I can just actively go and reach out and be like, hi, just checking in. How are you feeling today? And they're like, really shit, how'd you know? I'm like, it's my job to know. (laughs) I tap into that. Like I tap into the energy and I deeply care and I'm like as connected as I can be to them so that I can see these things ahead of time to help them navigate through it. Through Mm. the good and the bad of business, it's inevitable. There's both. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's say, so I've hired you, so I've turned around, I'm like, yep, Luca's going to be my business coach. So we would go on for it's 12 months. I think your client's gone for. Yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So 12 months. So I'm like, okay, we're in, do we go to, and then we go to the retreat. Um, I saw actually, I feel like it was like two or three weeks ago that you did do a retreat. So is it like what I saw on your Instagram stories? So a lot of like yoga and like breath work and like the food. And I saw those like an amazing pool and spa. Everyone oh, can yeah. find me in the bar, yes. <laughs> Is um, it like that? Like explain what is this retreat all about? How yeah. long does it go for? What kind of women are there? Um, I want to know all about it because if I was going in, I'm like, right, we're going to a retreat for me personally. I'm like, pack my bikini. <laughs> like I have to like, you know, all this type yeah. of thing. So I want, yeah. What, what is the retreat about roughly where in the area in Australia is it? Cool. So I have two different retreats. It's mm-hmm. uh, a new, I guess, uh, model of business I have decided to um, create because it feels aligned. And I feel like your next question is like, what the What's hell is aligned? aligned? <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, it just feels like it is the, and yes, I use the word feel a lot because I feel into my emotions, which is where my intuition screams from. Um, but aligned ultimately just means that it works. It is right. It feels right. It makes sense. That is alignment. Um, when something is just incomplete, it's really hard to explain a word without using the word when, you know, two lines are just running parallel with each other. Like they're in alignment with each other. So I guess you could think about it like that, like train tracks, the tracks have to be in alignment with each other for the train to not be derailed, right? Mm-hmm. My self and what I create must be in alignment with each other so that the train can move along steadily. 
Is that like a good mm-hmm. metaphor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but ultimately, I have two retreats. One is the Embodied Soul Retreat, which is the one that you would have saw recently, and that is all around self-development, self-healing, um, doing a lot of this work but with a group of women to take them through a process of having better relationships with themselves, how to understand their behaviours in their current relationships, uh, what are their current beliefs and are they supporting them. A lot of women come there to find their you know, purpose and discover a little bit about themselves to find clarity um women often you know tend to come because they've you know possibly come out of a relationship or they've experienced trauma and they want to heal that and release that and let that go um build like-minded friends so that's one um retreat and that goes for uh two nights and two days uh and i do that in the bar in hinterland usually and or will be i've done one here but i'll keep it in the area and then the other one is a four-day business retreat so that is basically for more um higher level uh people who are in business not high level people but people who are in business who are kind of dealing with a maybe like high level things so the intention of that four-day retreat is to for business owners or essentially just leaders in their own lives to come and have that really big breakthrough experience and to gain clarity on what it is that they're here to do and impact and things like that because being a leader or you know business owner there's a lot to carry. You hold a lot of energy for people. You you support people deeply. So when you go into, um, I know there's a lot of language, which you're probably like, what is that? What is that? What is that? But when you go into um, a group where you're actually supported through that, I think that that's also a really important element because you have to be able to nourish yourself and you have to look after yourself first because you cannot pour from an empty cup. So the four days is more deeply heavily focused around that kind of breakthrough and creating um processes and you know scalability within their business so yeah it's a combination of the two okay cool so the four-day business retreat can anybody come to this or do they have to be a part of the 12-month mentorship uh my 12-month mentorship clients they're my elite clients they get uh that within their mentorship but that is open to anybody. Okay, cool. Okay. So basically two groups of women. So there's like the first group of women that can come to the two day retreat, the embodied soul retreat, and they can come along. So that might be someone that's looking to find out more about themselves. Um, if they've just come out of a crappy relationship, if you know, even maybe like a mum that just needs a weekend away. Yeah. <laughs> like mum yeah. life. Yeah. And for people who are kind of like dabbling in, you know, what is personal development, I don't want to sign up to someone's like six-month course. I don't even know if I like this stuff yet. Mm. I don't like it's confronting. So come and just have that experience of what it feels like to be immersed in an environment where you get to meet other people who are essentially on that same path as you. Mm. I love that. I love that. Okay, cool. So – the girls come in to your 12 month mentorship. So they get this four day retreat and what is it? Um, how do I say? So they come into the four day retreat, they do that. And then what else do you do as a coach? So, you, you know, for the, during the 12 months, okay, well, we've got the four day retreat, but what else do you do? Do you, is, is there like group coaching? Do you? Use- yeah. So yeah. within the 12 months, um, like group kind of container that I have at the moment, they get, um, group coaching 
three times a month, they get an onboarding call, which is basically a one-on-one session with them where I pretty much deep dive with them into like, okay, what's the structure of the business? Where are you currently at? Where do you want to be? What's the gap? What do we need to identify? What's not working? What is? What do you need to automate? What do you need to outsource? So that is done individually because everyone is obviously at different stages of business um, within usually within like that first you know, year or two of business. Um, so we have that kind of onboarding session, then the three group calls a month, plus they also get obviously the retreat and then the two one-on-one calls a year. But ultimately what is taught is, and also they go through 12 modules Mm -hmm. of uh different things so they work their way through the modules and a module is basically one month you will have you know um you can think of it as like a task or an exercise or um something to work through for that month and then the group calls are where i answer the questions where i check in on where everyone's at within their modules and things like that so there's 12 modules and they cover everything from personal branding marketing scaling kpis like how to hire like everything that you need to know to start a business from the ground up to your first six figures. Cool. Okay. I'm going to put you totally on the spot. So I know you, I know that you have, so your ideal client and I know you say ideal client and I understand that now, but so everyone's aware that's like, your target audience or like your perfect person to work with. So like, like, (laughs) I love it. So what, so Luca has like her ideal clients. So for example, you know, it's not just females in business. Is it because I could be a hairdresser, like I'm a female and I could be a hairdresser, but that's not your ideal client. Ideal clients, like your dream client, exactly that one person. So what I'm asking you is, who is your ideal client? And then I have a sneaky question to ask you after that. So who would be your ideal client if you had to pick one? Is it someone that's just started their business or they're, or they're sitting there and they have the idea in their head or they've been doing their business for like two or three months or it's a side hustle? Is yeah. it, yeah, is it hairdressers? <laughs> is it other coaches? It's kind of all of the above, in short. <laughs> um, no, but it is at the core of it. Um, purpose-driven women, which means women who are driven by a purpose or something where they're leading um, the way to have impact on this planet for the time that they're here, essentially. Women who are dedicating, I guess, themselves to something more than just something for themselves. They're, They're dedicating themselves to impact in this world. And that impact might look like um, PT, health and wellness, nutrition, um, you know, mental health, uh, business coaching, whatever it is. Like there's so many different niches that my clients have. Um, but ultimately a purpose-driven woman who is looking to make impact in the online space. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't really work with hairdressers or beauty therapists or things like that. Um, or like e-commerce stores and things like that. Uh, not because I don't believe that they're not doing the same thing. It's just not my area of expertise. I really help women in developing and creating programs, um, and offers, uh, and understanding who their ideal client is. And that is like my expertise, mm-hmm. um, e-commerce stores and, you know, brick and mortar businesses are not my area of expertise. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of those women, your ideal clients, right? And I know you've got a whole heap of them. My question to you is, what is the biggest issue 
that your clients come to you with. So if there was like one thing and you're like, Oh, I always get asked this question. Like, are they coming to you? Um, you know, saying, how do I like, I hate making, you know, so I might say to you, okay, Luca, my business is up and running. I've got like my thing that I'm offering, blah, blah, blah. But then I get on the phone and I talk to someone about making the sale and I just like choke up. Or is it like, I can't put my face on social media. Like, is it social media? <laughs> it's What's a combination like the, of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's um, like the number one though? If you had to choose one, you had to choose one. The number one thing, if I could like bundle this up, is that people lack direction. They don't know where they're going with what they're doing. They have an idea. They see the big picture. And this is a thing when I work with people who are creators like myself, we see the big picture, but the finer details can become stressful and overwhelming. Mm. So I often get clients who are like, I know what I want to do. I want this result for the person. I just don't know how to make it happen. That is the gap that I feel. Ah, so almost like the dreamers. Like sometimes I could totally. I'm such a dreamer. (laughs) I'm like, and I want to do this. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The amount of time sometimes we'll go like a week or two without catching up and then we'll catch up and be like, so what's been happening? You're like, so I've taken a different direction (laughs) and now we're going to go and do this or that or, and so spontaneous as well. Mm. Sometimes we'll be like, Oh, what are you doing on the weekend? It'll be like Friday afternoon. You'd be like, I've just decided we're all going away camping. And I'm like, really? Don't people like plan these things? (laughs) Not Luke. I'm like, no, I feel like going out to the bush. I feel like going to camping at the beach. Like that's just, I'm so yeah, spontaneous and last minute and it drives people like yourself mad I know I know because we'll be like let's catch up for coffee and I'm like like, yeah I'll message you Saturday morning and you're like no it's Thursday the week before I need to know where we're going and what time I'm like I don't know I'll let you know what time I'll roughly be there if it's good weather I don't like that's yeah oh I'm it's so funny I love how we connect so well because I'm polar opposite I'm just like what day are we going? What time? Like what cafe is it? Should I book in? Like what, I don't think I'll put a seat outside. Cause what if it's raining and we've got the kids and then the kids are running around. Is there a road near yeah. where the seat would be? Like, and Luke is like, I'll just call you like half an hour before. And like, let's just be intuitive. And like the divinely guided Nicole, don't worry about it. And I'm like, it's stressing just, me out. Yeah. It's so, yeah. it's funny that very yin and yang. Yeah. I very. do not love to plan. However, it's necessary whilst running a business. So I just create the structure and then I flow within the confines of the structure. Mm. That's how I've worked. And that's something that I actually feel like I do teach a lot on is because I work with a lot of people who are really strong creators. They're like, I just want to do the work of X, Y, Z. I'm like, yeah, but you actually have to create the structure around when you're going to do that and set time aside for that. So that in that time, you know, that you're not supposed to be doing anything else. You can just like free for all, do what you need to do in order to, you know, create the program or whatever it is, work with a client, but structure is required. Yes. And so like when you teach them the structure, so you'll be like, okay, on this day, this day, this day, you've got to do all these things. And they're like, okay, do you give them like, do you give them that something extra, extra, extra? So do you give them like a weekly business checklist that they can go through? Like, do you take that extra step? Yeah. So it's easy for you to stand there and be like, okay, Nicole on Monday, I need you to write all your content and do your content for the month. And then on Tuesday, I want you to sit down and 
do this and Wednesday that. So and then I'm like, okay, cool. And then I, so I'm your client and then I walk away and I get home and I sit in my little like home office, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, on Monday she wanted me to do my content planning for the next 30 days month do you do something? Cause I know me, and this is how I'm thinking, like, you know, some of your like potential clients, they get home and they'd be like, okay, cool. Right. What am I going to do? Like what, like what content, yeah. how do I write content? How do I make my social media engaging? How do I do all the, so instead of you just being like, okay, bye. Talk to you guys later. Do you give them things like, um, oh, I feel like you've vaguely spoken to me about it before about resources. What do you give them your clients that extra things they've always got something to look back on if they get stuck during the week? Yes, absolutely. So they have, um, business weekly checklists, which they can go through. And then we create a resource, which is basically just usually like a PDF document where they can actually go through and reflect back on, on like, cool. What did she say about, um, you know, the marketing or the socials or whatever it is. And so we'll give them resources, which might be like 25 day, um, you know, Instagram calendar idea, or like here are 10 real real ideas or how to um, plan a constructive day or how to plan an event or how to do budgeting or whatever it is. So they've got resources that they can go in and get. Um, However, I've changed it a little bit with the new structure. And so there's different modules, like I was explaining before. So each month they'll just have to work their way through each thing. If they need additional information, of course, they get that. But each month it is specifically tailored to where they're at so each month they'll work their way through everything however the resources like obviously are additional to that yeah so they can ultimately go through your modules so I feel like modules is like if you think of a book and then there's chapters in the book yeah that's why yeah okay cool okay great okay making sure we're on the same path so right so you kind of gave the book which is you know and it's got all the modules which is all the chapters inside it And let's say, for example, there's like me and then someone else and I might be reading and I might be up to like chapter three, but then the girl next to me might be up to chapter four. So how, how does that, so everyone can go at their own pace and you're able to support them all at their own pace. But then what happens to the slackers? What about the people when you're like so many months into your 12 month, you know, um, mentorship and then you, let's say, for example, there's like 12 modules. So let's say there's 12 chapters and you're like six months in, they should be up to like, say chapter six, yes. right? <laughs> what if they're on chapter one? What do you do as a coach? So if you're like six months in, right? So here's Nicole, we can all blame me. <laughs> and we're like six months into the mentorship and I'm up to like chapter one or module number one, right? Yeah. And we're in the group coaching Cause you said you've got a whole heap of them in the month, right? So we're in the group coaching. Are you, you know, and so if you say to me, okay, Nicole, how's like your business going? How's, how are you feeling about everything? Do you need support with it or whatever it is? And then if I'm like, oh, look like, you know, I'm really like, I haven't got time or oh, I'm just, I'm only up to like module one at the moment or quote unquote chapter one, <laughs> I'm only up to here because like, you know, this has been happening and you know, like, and I don't just make all these excuses. What do you do with your clients that are like that? Like as a coach, how do you handle that? Because for me, and I mean, this is cause I'm not, I don't, I have not been taught any of the things that, you know, you have been taught with your NLP, timeline therapy, all the things, what would you do to me 
Pretend yeah. I'm a client, not a friend. Okay, pretend <laughs> yeah. I'm a client. Um, How would you handle that? Well, first things first is that the qualification system for the work that we do now is far more, um, I wouldn't say strict, but it is, we're more firm on who we take on more so now than we've ever been um, because results are something that I want with every single client and that I will have with every single client. So if I believe that someone isn't going to be doing the work, then that is obviously going to reflect poorly on the company and that's the last thing that I want because I know that what we're giving them is proven strategies. It creates million-dollar businesses because I've been taught by other coaches who are million and multi-millionaires. That's like how I've been taught. So the information I'm giving, I don't question that. The qualification system has become tighter, if you will, with who comes in to ensure that this doesn't happen. However, in the case that it does, and don't get me wrong, people can slip and things like that. Um, I just, honestly, it depends. Like that's the intuitive part of it. I don't even know if I can answer that point exactly as what I say because I don't like follow a script if that's the case. Obviously, everyone's individual. They've got, you know, different needs and different, you know, uh, I'm not going to say excuses, but they've got different things going on for them. But I really just see where that person's at and why perhaps they haven't done that. Um it's, it's hard to say a general answer to that because everyone doesn't do things for all different reasons. But for me, within the techniques that I have, even just techniques aside, just that part of me that can be like, okay, well, what's really going on? Why aren't you doing it? Mm, that's what I guess. So you would yeah. like take your time and be like, okay, Nicole's kind of falling behind compared to everybody else. Are you the sort of coach that would like pull me aside and then do the, totally. yeah, like the typical, I'd be like, hey, Nicole. because like, <laughs> the structure of how we have the 12 month mentorship now is, uh, it's like an online platform so that they have login details. So you've got your own little portal so we can see where you're at. So they could do it if they were still working full-time or part-time in another job, they can come on at night yeah. and like eat their dinner and do it or, um, so really my question when I said to you, if they said they didn't have time, time is not the excuse because they Hell can do no. this. <laughs> if you want to run a business, the excuse of time like has to diminish. Like I have a child, I have a partner, I have a household to run, I have a stepson, I have a social life. Like time like is an illusion, firstly. Go on, debate me about that. <laughs> but secondly, like if you've got excuses and if you've got time excuses from the get-go, then I question how serious you are about um, the business because, of course, it takes an investment of time. If it didn't, everyone would be doing it. Everyone would live the laptop lifestyle. It takes an investment of time to learn to educate yourself, and so it should because I think when you're then asking as a business owner for people to invest in you to whatever capacity that is, you're asking them also not just investment of money, but an investment of energy and investment of time. So if you can't put that investment into yourself first, then I just question your intention firstly. But secondly, um, you know, your energy is going to speak for itself. You're not going to say with conviction how important it is to um, making, you know, make sure that you do the tasks that you set for them because you're not doing that. Mm. so like you have to be your word and that's a module that I have in there I'm like be your word <laughs> do what you'll say you're going to I do. feel is that oh it's coming back to me I feel is that what you call embody embodiment yes is that Everyone yeah that's that like is, that you take so it's yeah. like um what is it practice what you preach kind Basically, of thing like, yeah if you are running a business on self-love then you better be you know uh, in being the embodiment of something just ultimately means like 
um, what's an example I can give? Like being the embodiment of something is basically doing the action or doing or saying the words or, or doing the thing that it is that you say that you do basically. So if you're like, oh yeah, I'm a fitness guru, I'm a fitness influencer, mind you, people are wasting my time. Um, and you're a fitness influencer and you're selling fit programs and bloody booty bands, but then you're going out on the weekend and, you know, going to the club and um, having all weekend vendors. And then eating like, back is at 10 a.m. the yeah, next morning, like, the drive through like the embodiment. Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's like, there's no other way around it. That's, uh, yeah. And so that lack of integrity and the lack of, you know, embodiment to your clients as well is huge. But that lack of embodiment will show through sooner or later. Yeah. Well, that's it. People sniff through bullshit, don't they? There's so many times like I can sit there and I, and like a full disclaimer, everybody here I go again, what you see and hear from Luca on whatever her podcast or her social media or whatever it is, wherever you see or hear her this is what she is like <laughs> all the time. There is no mask. There is yeah. no fakeness. Like, you know, some like it, she's like literally like, you know, she'll sit there and like, you know, talk to people about like morning routines and waking up and, you know, she spends so much time in the morning journaling and doing her, her Oracle cards and her morning routine. She's very, very strict with the morning routine without fail. It does not matter what mm. happens. Like there could be like a tsunami coming through <laughs> and she would get this morning routine done. She would like stop the tsunami to get the morning routine done. Like, and that's, yeah, that's something that I find so interesting because I know that so many people. And I get think as well, slack, when people yeah. don't do that, when people aren't being the embodiment of what they teach, they lack certainty because they end up just fumbling their way through it and they end up just feeling like, I feel like a fraud. I feel like I'm not being what I say that I am. And people get on edge because they feel like they're going to be found out all the time. They have imposter syndrome because they're literally being an imposter. Like you're not doing what you're teaching. Mm, And you're trying to tell your client that it's good for them and that like it'll make them better and all the rest of it. But if you're not doing that, of course you're not going to feel confident in it. You're going to feel like you've got imposter syndrome, like you can't do it because your subconscious mind is just stored so much data of every time you didn't do that. Mm, so it is like that PT, you know, all during the week talks about like, you know, eating healthy, balanced life, moving your body, da, 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 da. then they go out on the weekend, have a bender weekend, go to McDonald's drive through at 10.30 in the morning and then on Monday they can't just put their active wear back on and pretend like they did they, as you would say, embodied, or in my words, walk the walk, talk the talk kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how it – so what you're saying is you are in, you, you make sure that your clients are embodying – Whatever yeah. it is that they are doing in their business. So, yeah, so it's like the P – you know, if you've got like an online coach, as in like an online um, health and wellness coach as one of your clients – you would make sure that on the weekend that they're waking up and journaling and then going for like beautiful, like bush hikes, you know, like that, you know, you see them like they're up like 6am and they're on top of the mountain and you're like, girl, what time did you leave to get up there? (laughs) I don't like, don't get me wrong. I love a wine. I love like time off. I love holidays. I love just like binging out sometimes with the Netflix and 
freaking chill. Like keeping I'm up so with the Kardashians, nice. guys. If everyone wants to know, <laughs> I have turned up before, and you were yeah, you love a little Kardashians. I do like a Kardashians. <laughs> she shirked my house. I was like dead on the lounge. Anyway, <laughs> it was like pee this week, so like give me a break. <laughs> you did. You're like it's the period. Yeah, and honestly, sometimes I do. I feel like I do so much work within my mind. Sometimes I'm like, give me something mind numbing where I can watch and not think about yeah. <laughs> like work or not think about like things in depth. I'm like, I just want to like have a good binge on something where I can switch off. Yeah. So I'm all for that. But like if I was going out every weekend and like having benders and going out night clubbing and then like staying up till Monday morning, 6am and jumping on being like, Oh, and by the way, I'm a life coach. Like I would hope that someone would, call me on my shit and pull me into my higher self because I just don't think that like I would just not have I don't know I just think that that is just total lack of integrity um and I think that it's a total lack of embodiment and it's not fair to your clients to um betray something and then be something different behind the scenes Mm, because people do they would sit there and be like oh Luca you know says that, you know, she's this, you know, intuitive business coach and she like studies like the psychology and the NLP and the timeline therapy. And she understands these things, da, da, da. but then if you knew, or if you uploaded something on social media that you were out bendering all weekend and, you know, you left your daughter at home and like, yeah. you just like bailed, you know, and just like left your responsibilities for 48 hours, people would be like, yeah, nah. Totally. So that, you, like, yeah. you lose trust. And mm. like, so you should like, don't get me wrong. People are human. I understand like people have their own things and work through that and all the rest of it. Like, but yeah, I think that that would be a huge lack of integrity and a huge lack of embodiment. And I think that it would be very rich for me to sit there and tell somebody else that they need to do X, Y, Z, and this is good for their mind and supports their future. If I'm going and being a total contradiction to that, I just, I would never. (laughs) And I don't think other people should as well because you know, if someone is paying you for your service, that exchange is, you know, big for a lot of people, um, myself included. When I make, you know, an exchange with my coaches, you know, I really look at, I'm like, are they, are they the embodiment of everything that they teach? And I can say with, like, total certainty that all my coaches are the absolute embodiment of the work that they teach. And I guess, yeah, you can just, you can, I don't know, it, it's up to your own discretion and your own kind of judge of character just ask the right questions and hopefully they will Okay. So what are some questions mm-hmm. you should ask? So let's say, for example, I'm looking for a coach, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so many coaches out there, right? And in fact, I'm going to say it, I'm calling it. I like know off the top of my head a few business coaches, right? If I'm walking around and let's say like I'm like, this is going to sound weird. I'm shopping around for a business coach. What <laughs> questions should I be asking? So say there's like you and then like two other coaches, right? And I'm like, right, I like these three women and I love everything they're about. What can I ask the three of you that would really help me? What questions should people be asking coaches? Mm. This is really putting you on the spot, but yeah, yeah. what are the questions that, you know, like if I like reached out to you and I was like, hi, Luca, um, I'm looking at starting your 12 month mentorship. Um, I just wanted to know blah, blah, blah. And then I can go off and ask the other two potential coaches as well. Like what's, what is, yeah, like, think- what do you ask your coaches? Yeah. 
from a client perspective, I ask for social proof. Like I would, I'd be like, cool, who else have you worked with? And like, how did they go? How, like, what were their results and things like that? Um, if you're basing it, it depends, like, I suppose what you're getting a coach for be like, okay, but I guess social proof, meaning like, you just want to make sure that there's proof that like this person is what that they you know, say that they are. So, so like the results or testimonials. Yeah, yeah like, testimonials, okay, show yeah. me. Yeah, so like, that would be like, 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 yeah, like, yeah. Um, have you got these results with other people? Because mm, you, because um, you say that you'll basically um, get females from zero to six figures, right? So if I was coming to you, I'd be like, prove it, honey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, show me, like, have you been able to do this or like, you know, you guarantee that you'll help people reach, reach certain goals. So maybe some of the people that come on with you don't actually want to hit six figures. Instead, no. they want to um, grow like an on, like an online community for their business as an example, yeah. or it could be this or that. And I'll be like, okay, well show me. And so you can turn around and say, oh, this person wanted to grow an online community of X amount of people and get a passive income instead mm-hmm. of, you know, da, da, da. Yeah. and I'd be like, so can I actually turn around to you and be like, well, show me who is it? Is that a good question to ask? Yeah, I think so as well. Like providing someone has a testimonial for that. I think you've got to take into consideration as well, that people write testimonials on their own accord. They kind of put what they want in there and so be it. Um, but you can't, I mean, there's a fine line between being like, oh, and go and ask my other client how they're doing. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. you actually also have an obligation to your clients or even if they are past clients where you don't disclose their personal information. Not everyone is up for disclosing, you know, their income. I have some clients who are happy to share that they've reached six figures um, and some who don't want to talk about their finances because it's a, it feel it's a personal thing. There's no right or wrong way. But I think if you can create um, social proof, that way you're actually giving people proof ahead of time as well. Like I know that's what generates a lot of interest in my business is people see publicly people working with me because I've got people at retreats. I've got like they're they're there. So they're like awesome. And then so we, you know, try to get as many testimonials as we can, video testimonials of what people have got. But within coaching, like if someone's like, well, can you guarantee me this? Like I'm like, I can't guarantee you anything. It's between you and you a lot of the time. What, yeah. do you, what do you mean by like it's between you and you? Because I feel like you and you is the same person. <laughs> totally. You, yeah. So, so, so if I turn around, I'm like, right, Luca, if I sign on with you today, can you guarantee that in 12 months' time that I'm going to hit six figures in my business? I would say no, I cannot guarantee that because I don't know if you're going to implement everything that I give you. Mm. So, yeah, I can say that I can guarantee that the work that I provide reaches that milestone because it has in the past and it currently does for my current clients. However, the client is responsible for their own results. Yes, the coach has a partial, um, you know, part to play in that that's very significant also. It's my responsibility to ensure I'm giving you everything to allow you to get there. But you're ultimately responsible for your result because it's not the coach. It's not the investment in the coach. It's like, cool, I'm going to pay 10 grand or 20 grand for this coach and you're, it's up to you to get me to six figures. Like, no, that's actually not the case the coach is there to guide you and support you and to give you the, the tools and the resources and do the creation process with you, you know, depending on what industry you're in, um, to take you there. But the, the coach is not responsible for that person of implementing. That's why we have a qualification system so that we can make sure that like if people are coming in under the illusion that 
if I hire this person, I just pay 10 grand, I'm going to make 60, uh, six figures. Um, I would never guarantee that because I don't know, you might do sweet FA and I would never make that guarantee. Uh, what I can guarantee is I'm like, well, if you implement every single module and what is in here in that work, yes, you can very likely reach that six figures, but I'm not going to guarantee that to somebody in the first six months and be like, yep, if you just do this, like oh, if I, I'm just going to work with you just for six months and I can guarantee I get to, you to six figures without taking someone through a qualification process or seeing how serious they are, seeing how willing they are to implement, like I think that that would be a huge guarantee. However, if I was to work with someone, they implemented everything, did everything that I said, you know, and guided them on to do and they didn't reach there, then sure, I'd be dumbfounded, have your money back. I don't know why, like why that would even happen. I've never had that happen because I know that the work that I'm giving you ultimately grows your business. But in terms of like client guarantees and things like that, in business, it's easier to measure. Whereas mindset, I know a lot of people that listen to this are in mindset, that's a little bit harder to measure. So of course you want to have an objective um, like a goal, a, a goal. Yeah. Like for your clients and you set that together. Um, but being like, Oh, can you guarantee me six figures? I'm like, okay, like, no, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee you that you will make six figures in X amount of time because I don't know if you're going to implement or not. If you're going to like implement as in like do the actions. So I yeah. guess like for the way that like I think of it is how you were talking about your modules before. And it was like a book and the modules are all the chapters well, like we couldn't go into a bookstore and buy like a book on, you know, to learn about whatever it may be. And you go in there, you pay $30 for the book. You can't just take this book home and then sit down and put it on your bedside table and just do nothing as in like not read it, you know? And yeah. so it's the same sort of thing. So like I could pay you the shopkeeper, the money for the book. So like, here's my $30. I take my book home. I put it on the side of my bed and it sits there dormant for like 12 months. And then at the end be like, shit, well, why didn't I learn anything? Yeah. What the hell? So I guess and it's the same the book back. Yeah. And like tell the shopkeeper that the book yeah, doesn't work. Yeah, or so you, you go read back the to the first two chapters and then leave it. Like that's not the shopkeeper's responsibility. Ultimately yes, you're yeah. responsible for your own results. Yeah. Um, and I don't question whether my work works or not because I've seen it work I know it works I'm a testament to it my clients are as well mm. um that's what I meant between like, the commitments between you and you you're responsible for your results yeah I do my part by showing up and providing everything that is required to get there you're responsible for how you show up mm. and I said that to my clients as well would be like yeah and then so like, the people that took the book home put it on their bedside table and did nothing for 12 months and just like left it there and they're like why didn't I learn all the things that's in the book as opposed to the people that take it home read it from like front to back and they do all the things that the book's telling them to do. And then they go in and these two different people go in, sit down, do the test. Well, of course someone is, is going to exceed and excel because they list, they read the book, totally. they did the things. So took notes, highlighted, yeah. learned, implemented wildly different results. And that's what sets people apart is the implementation. Do you love being a coach and watching these women just like, grow like you know the women that come totally. in yeah that are gonna be like my favorite part I'm obviously not a coach but 
I feel like that would be my favorite thing. I would feel like a proud mother. That's how you feel when, yeah. when you, you know, can speak to someone who didn't have a business and within nine months went to six figures or someone who was in a corporate job, left it to have a child, has two kids and has replaced their full-time income. It's fulfilling. And you're like, holy dooly, like I had a part to play in that, which is absolutely fulfilling, but also like they're my clients' results. They're responsible for that result. That's their win. Like they're, yeah, that's their wow. it's not me or just them. Like, yeah, it's a combination of the two, but ultimately it's the client that gets that. I'm not mm. the one doing the work for them. They're the one doing the work. You're just guiding them. Totally. Taking mm. them through the processes and like I do my work so that that enables them to do their work more effectively. I love this. You make me want to start a business. <laughs> like, can we do this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? I love it. What I'm going to do is we're going to go because you told me that winter has ballet this oh, afternoon. Yes. So How cute. is she going? Uh, considering she's an extrovert, she actually, no, I don't know if you've ever seen, this is a perfect example. If you've ever seen, there's like a meme that was floating around like a few years ago and it was like a, um, it was like a beret uh, bar, like a ballet bar, sorry. Yeah. Um, and it was all these kids, like beautiful little girls lined up in their tutus. And there's one girl in the end who's like swinging upside down and like, just, yeah, yeah, that was Winnie. So everyone's sitting down. She didn't want to sit down. She just wanted to run around and grab like the maracas and the fairy wands <laughs> and stuff. So I feel like that's why our yeah. kids get along so well. My yeah. child is a free spirit as well. Yeah, everyone's like learning like front like front stroke at swimming training that he goes to, and my kids like bombing in the pool. Yeah, like <laughs> bombing, or like one of the teachers was saying like, "Oh, we all need to put our hands above our head and be like a rocket." And my son was like, "I'm going to be a tornado," and did it like under the water. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm going to ask you some random questions now. And I did, I, I typed this in my phone when I was coming over. I was like, I've got to think of something half cool. Um, <laughs> so when was the last time you did something out of your comfort zone? And this is really a cool question now that I've already asked you about, like, do you still get like fear and like anxiety? Yeah. So when was the last time you did something that scared the shit out of you? Like, I'm not exaggerating, but I try to do these things often. I hate being dictated by fear. If I feel fear, I'm like, gotta, gotta go ahead. Like gotta straight in. I'll just go and do it. If I'm like fearful of a conversation I've had, I'm like, I'm just going to call them right now. Like I hate feeling controlled by fear. So I find it easier, not easy, easier maybe than others to tackle fear essentially. But I felt fear doing the um, business retreat, uh, sorry, retreat, not business retreat, just retreat. Um, a week and a half ago, like I was like, Oh my God, what if my client, like, what if they don't like it? What if I fumble? What if I don't know what to say or something? Um, of course you just show up and then you do it and then like the, you overcome the fear. So yeah. Do you, you feel like it. it's like a muscle? The totally. more you do yeah. it, the easier. Yeah. A thousand yeah. percent. I know. I remember when like fear used to control me so much. I just didn't do so many things. Wouldn't you know, like just things like would break up with somebody over a text message when I was younger. Now I'm like, no, I'll like sit down and look you in the eyes and have a conversation with you. Just those things like little, like practice little things like leaning into it because like, you're not going to die from it. 
like people think like, oh, if I go have this conversation, I'm literally going to die. Like you're not going to die from it. Go and have the conversation with your partner or go and tell your boss that you're leaving or that you want a pay rise. Like you're not going to actually die. It can feel like that very much at the time, but the more you get comfortable with leaning into that, the more consistently you do it. It's not that the fear completely diminishes or dissipates. It's just that you get more comfortable in tackling it head on. Mm, yeah. I love that. What ticks you off? Like what really annoys you? If there's like one thing where you're like, I just can't handle that, whether it's in business or personal life, what is the one thing that you just like mm. can't deal, can't <laughs> handle it, does my head in? Um, well, I don't know if this is like two things or one thing, but basically like when people don't do what they say they're going to do. So like people like I know, in the context of business when they don't implement, yeah. but just in life when people don't implement, I'm yeah. like, you know, that something's good for you. Go and do it. Like you said, you were going to do it. Go and do it. Mm, the then, gunners, like I'm going to do uh, this. I'm going to do that. And then, yeah, the gunners, gonna, the gunners, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's like the doers, the people that do the things and the yeah. gunners. Yeah. There's just like yeah. be what you say you're going to be. Yeah. I can definitely yeah, I'm nodding my head this yeah, yeah. There's nothing more irritating. You're like, you know, don't say you're gonna do it if you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, just don't say it. Like take your commitment seriously. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay. What book and I know you're a bookworm, like you love all the books, like small library over here, guys. But what book are you currently reading? It is called Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. It's intention something. I actually can't remember the proper name. It's like intent. Yeah. I just know it says intention in bold letters on the front of it. Okay. So what is this book about? This is Um, at the very beginning of this episode. I was like, guys, for fun, this is in Luca's downtime on like Saturday morning with her cup of tea after her morning routine, she'll read some of her book. So like, I know for me, like I might read books about something totally different and I bet you're going to just, yeah. What is this all about this book? So it's all about the co-creative process with you and the universe and using like metaphysics to, um, intentionally co-create things. You're looking at me like, (laughs) what? Guys, this is what I'm talking about. And then here we go back to um, embodiment. Yeah. It's like Luca is embodying. She's doing the things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm just like staring at you like that's a lot. Yeah. In your free time. In my free time. I'm just gonna see my garden. Um, okay, your last one. What is your favorite quote? Just do it. (laughs) Nike. Nike! (laughs) This is not sponsored. Yeah. All rights reserved here. All rights reserved. However, happy to be sponsored by Nike. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We'll send you our shoe size. (laughs) If you're listening, women's seven. Yeah, yeah. Preferably white. No, I just am like, do it, just do it. Like there's, there's like, just do it. Like it, I just, it, it just makes so much sense. Like, yeah, I think I've grown to let go of the fluffy stuff. Like I, yeah. like if you had asked me like even like a year ago, what's your favorite slogan? I'd be like, oh, just be the most authentic version. Or like, I'm like, just do it. You want to be authentic? Do it. You want to run a business? Do it. Find a way, like out of no way, just do it. Like, that's it. <laughs> do it. Yeah. I don't know. Start. Yeah. Do it. Just do it. It's great. Amazing. Cool. Thanks so much for coming on. Of course. I what hope everybody. Yeah. I know. Let us know how you guys this... found it. This is like different to how I've ever run it like this, but 
feels good. I could always, yeah, if everybody um, sends you a message or something, because they can send it all off to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if everyone wants to, yeah, I'm always happy to come back for yeah. another coffee. I'm sure people would um, enjoy the language, what's it called? Translation. <laughs> the translation. And you got, if, yeah, and I could ask questions if people say to you, like, what do people want to know? There's so many things oh, like you talk so, about, like yeah. relationships, mindset, business. What else? Friends, like, boundaries, fun. money habits, success habits. Like I've, I've budgeting. Yeah. That's a really big one we've been talking about lately. Yeah. Like money budgeting for like females. And if you guys have anything and then I can just be that sneaky friend for all of Luca's listeners and just come in and just creepo. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank okay. you so much for jumping on. I do really, really appreciate it. Of course. God bless you. And thank you everybody for jumping on and listening today. This has been a long podcast, but I hope you've enjoyed it because I mean, you just get everything broken down. So I'm sure you will. Um, always love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much as well for all those who share it on your socials. It does help for me to get this message out there and just create a deeper level of impact globally, which mm-hmm. is definitely my intention here. So thank you so much. And I'll catch you next week in the next episode. Bye.